Rugby League. Welcome and running it straight for another Wednesday, 28th of June. And it's great to have you listening on ECNZ as well as on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can text us anytime, double eight double three, or if you want to leave a comment on the YouTube channel, we will get to that as well. Lots to get through between now and 3 o'clock. We are going to chat with uh, Warriors half Luke Metcalf. It's going to be good having him on around about 2.30. He's uh, he's tied up with an appointment today. And when he said an appointment, I thought maybe it's him and Dallin going for a haircut. I don't know. We'll find out at 2.30. Um, but we're going to talk a, a lot about this weekend's game or this Friday's game between the Rabbitohs at Gomia Mount Smart sellout about, game. You've got something about Dallin's here, haven't you? What do you mean? <laughs> You're always talking about it. Yeah, I mean, did you see um, Did you see Paul Gallen sniffing it on the weekend? <laughs> 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 I, th- I feel like if that was me on the sideline. I'll, I'll ask Steph to do that on Friday. Steph's going to do sideline. I might get him to just have a sniff himself and just relay that back to the commentary box. <laughs> just to help me paint a bit more of a picture. Um, yeah, no, oh, no, don't worry. He's pictures. I've got lo- loads of pictures. Yeah, um, that's, that <laughs> sounds dodgier than it is. Uh, so text us uh, any questions that you have for Luke Metcalf. Um, we will talk heaps about the, the game on Friday between the Rabbitohs and the Warriors. Uh, Kempi and I are also just going to talk through uh, what's going on in the NRL this week. We could probably do this every Wednesday, but I feel like this Wednesday in particular, there's a lot to get through. Reese Walsh, Ben Hunt, Manly, all their signings and everything else that's going on. Um, four and a half, or four, over four hours that judiciary last night, Kempi, for Rid- Reese Walsh. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. You know what I mean? And I read, I read an article that he paid to get someone down there. It was, it was like the AJ Simpson case. You know, to bring, <laughs> to bring someone in that was used to uh, getting players off and made it worse. You know what it sounded like to me after reading all the, the transcripts? It mm. sounded like uh, three boys had been on detention yeah. and had on had their way to, to see the, on the way to see the principal <laughs> yeah. had made their story up and none of them had the story right. No, and David Fafita, poor David Fafita, when he was asked for his. Uh, his testimony uh, butchered it and said he was talking to the rest and then they're like excuse me he's like I mean uh, Petty he was talking to Petty Um, there was there's always one guy that gets the story wrong mate you know so um, look, uh, to be brutally honest, I, I thought he got off really light. I thought uh, when I heard oh, of course it, he did. I was watching watching the game when I heard the the footage. But there was the it was the two shot, the one with the full shot, which saw him yeah. walking towards. Um, I think it was Fledger that put his hand out and caught caught him in the face. Uh, the the referee caught Fledger in the face when he was trying to push him away. Yeah, and he was aiming the content directly at the referee. I thought. Well, there's no way you can argue with that. So, well, I the funny thing is, I'm not, and I, we were going to get into this shortly. The uh, the once I heard the the Reese Walsh story, and the story was that um, Paddy Carrigan came up to him, said, um, "Calm your brain down," with a few expletives. Calm your brain down, Reese, because the, if you remember the play, Cobo dances across field, goes through a hole, and Reese is flying up into the line, gets called for obstruction. Paddy Carrigan's coming, just slow your brain, Reese. You, you know, you're doing a million things at once. And when he says that, Reese's thing is that he says to Paddy Carrigan, what the what the F do you mean C word? Um, and then the ref blows the whistle and Reese runs up to the ref and says, I was talking to Paddy, I was talking to Patrick. That's what he says straight away. I actually buy that, Kempe. When you watch the footage, I actually think that makes sense. Regardless of that, though, you cannot say that anywhere near a referee when he's just made a penalty call because you're asking for trouble and he gets done for contrary conduct, which I think he should have. So, is, they, they, and, but there's an, isn't there a bigger issue here as well? That if Reese Walsh was talking to Paddy Carrigan, I think he has a problem at the moment with the way he talks to his teammates. You see when Brisbane give up tries and he runs over to his teammates and he sprays them. And this is a 20-year-old 20, 20 with a lot, lot more senior guys in the team. I just think there's a bigger issue here about how Reese Walsh conducts himself on a, on a rugby league field. I, I, I think, you know, the, the no dickheads policy, 
Yeah, I think that I think this runs through. I think I think Melbourne. You know, you got to think about Craig Bellamy. How do you think Craig Bellamy would handle this? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. That, that's the first thing. Yeah. I think the second thing is you have to go back probably eight to ten months to the side on the sideline at the Warriors in the last game when he was running up and down the sideline yelling up at the coach's box to Stacey to put me back on. Yeah, you know what I mean. The yeah. no dickhead policy. Yeah, yeah. Is is going to the walkie-talkie, didn't he? He's going to bring Brisbane down. Yeah, you know, and you know we don't have that problem in at the Warriors at the moment. Imagine if Reese Walsh is in there at the moment doing all this sort of stuff and causing um, this type of panic within a within a team. I'll tell you right now, a suspension is going to cost a team in in the top eight. Mm. You know, there's a there's a there's a story coming out this week. We're talking to Sean Edwards, um, great Wigan player, played over 400 games and and for Great Britain, but has been doing coaching in rugby union, and he's and he's dead right. He, he after the after the the Super Final on the weekend, he said he basically said teams that don't have players on the football field, it's going to cost them. Mm. Now that type of whether it's talking to the referee, talking to Paddy Carrigan, and getting David Fafita's story wrong, it's not something new, and. I think that if he doesn't take this as what it should be, as a warning shot across his bow to say, pull your head in, mate, I don't think he's going to reach the heights that everyone's um, talking about with with Reese Walsh if he can't if he can't keep a lid on it. Yeah. You know, you just don't you just don't do that. I, so, I think you take the three weeks. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, he's gone off very lightly there. So what if you if you're Kevy Walters or if you're some of those senior players, what are you what are you doing with Reese Walsh? Well you've got to you've got to have that policy. You've got to have you've got to have that policy within your club that you're part of the team. No one there's no there's no one bigger than so, the team. So so do you think Kevy should maybe just drop him for an extra week? Just say your suspension's three, but I'm actually going to give you a fourth from a team as a team suspension. No, look, no, but I do think what he will do, Kevy, is that if that happens again, you'll you'll get you can go back and you can play in yeah, um in, this, in Trust Cup, yeah, in Queensland Cup. You know what I mean? I think that and that would re- that would actually hurt more than being dropped. So you know the 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 part that I don't like about this, Sam, is that he puts himself above everything, and on the back of what happened to Luai, so he's come out after the Luai, um, um. You know the, that yeah, yeah, tweet, yeah. and then he's he's portraying holding the jersey and all this sort of stuff. It, it, the the word arrogance has been used quite a lot. Well, I've got to tend to agree. I've got to tend to agree. No, there is there's hundred percent there's an air of arrogance about him, which which rubs people up the wrong way. And he's only twenty years only twenty years old. It's the way he carries on because he's a phenomenally talented player, and everyone knew this, and, and we knew it when he left the Warriors. You know, he was going to excel in Brisbane, but he makes it hard to get him behind him sometimes, given how he acts on the field, which it sometimes is childish. Um, very interesting. Who plays number one for Queensland then? Oh, do, do, do you listen to the, the media saying that Ponga is not going to be chosen? Well, the, the argument is that Brimson was the 18th man and he's in the setup. So Scott, Scotty Drinkwater's not from Queensland? He is. He, he, is in, he could play for Queensland as well. Walks in. Well, at the moment, I think he's, he's yeah, one of the informed players. Um, I mean, for me... You'd, I'd say Ponga because of the experience he's played Origin before. I, I, I can't I can't see how they would leave Ponga out, but you know if, if they've written him off for the whole series because he's asked to be left out for the whole series, I think Billy Slater's that type of bloke. We say okay, well we won't even we won't even yeah, explore yeah, that, that. I think part. so. Yeah, I think so. So maybe maybe Brimson, you know that, and it's game three and they've already won, so maybe it's just a Mate, matter Drinkwater's of. Drinkwater's been on fire. If you're picking a, if you if you stick with Billy's policy and you're picking players who are playing in the form, you know you have look at have a look at how, how well Fido's gone. The hammer. Yep. Since he's been in the 
he's arguably been their best player across the across the two games. But you got you've got to say that Drinkwater over the past month has been the form player of the fullback in the in the Queensland competition. Now Drinkwater, I've just been looking up actually as a New South Wales boys camp. Uh, oh, New there South you Wales go. Boys. Well, he's ain't playing. He ain't played, played for, for Queensland. Uh, Queensland. Uh, Sharks. Oh, uh, yep, down the Central Coast. Yeah, so he he's out for Queensland, but you know hey, New South Wales might be looking for a number one as well. Um, let's move on. You got to uh, text us at double eight double three or drop a comment in the um, in the YouTube stream. I see you all in there as well, so welcome in. And uh, here's something for you: sold out game on Friday night against the Rabbitohs. Everyone's wanting tickets. No one can get them, Kempi. It is the hottest ticket in town. We got four tickets to give away. How so good. all you got to do is ring oh eight hundred three seven go Warriors. This is our Warriors voicemail. Just leave a voicemail telling us why you're the number one fan. It could be 10 seconds. It could be a minute, right? Not only will you go into the draw to win that big trip over to Aussie and all the, the freebies that go with it, phones, etc. you'll also go into the draw this afternoon to win four tickets to Friday's game. And you've only got you know, 40 minutes to do it. So um, the pool won't be as big as you might think. 0800 37 go Warriors. Text story coming in here on double eight double three. Uh, let's quickly talk about uh, the Ben Hunt situation. So uh, ask for a release from the Dragons. We all know that well publicised. The Dragons have come out and said, uh, nah, you've got to stick it through to the end of 2023. Creates a whole interesting dynamic because part of you says great um, club sticking up for a contract, telling him to, to you know, um, put your money where your mouth is. But then on the other hand, you now have a senior player in your club who doesn't want to be there and you're asking him to play another 10 games. So a very awkward situation for the Dragons and for Ben Hunt. Well, a very awkward situation for the NRL. You know, so the NRL basically got what pandered to players again where players are signing contracts. Clubs are trying to sign players on on these contracts and um, then all of a sudden with 10 games to go, they can say, well, I want out. You know, and I want the NRL to let me let me go out. I'm pleading to the NRL to make make this happen. The salary cap issue, like, does he go because of the salary cap issue? Well, you know, the salary cap needs to be looked at. How can how can someone like Brisbane? And this is what I can't work out. How can someone like Brisbane afford Ben Hunt? Like Ben Hunt is St George's marquee player. Yep, he's a million dollars and pro and pro rata it or whatever you want to do. But yeah. how can you afford Ben Hunt? And then he says he doesn't want to play hook. He wants to play halfback, but he wants to play hooker for Queensland. Yeah, it's and he's not going to end up at halfback at the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, it's silly. So there's so many um, negatives in and around the story regarding Ben Hunt. Um, for me, if I you know and I've put my my, my boots on and St George my shoes and St George's shoes, I'd be just saying no. I need a contract. You know, you're signed here to play for us, you play for us. If he doesn't want to play, you play second grade. But do you not think it's going to affect them on the field? I, I don't, it don't affect him on the field if he's playing second grade. And the players, for instance, they, they you know, again, you're talking about building culture. You know, what they need at the moment, they don't, that club doesn't need a panda to Ben Hunt. Yeah, that's true. And this is where this is where it gets my, my back up, is when players and people think that they're bigger than, than the club or they're bigger than the game. Yeah. Mate, Ben Hunt, he's 33, he's on, he's on the, the twilight of his career. Yes, he's a very good origin player. He's carrying on as if he's the best player in the world <laughs> and needs to move, and he's asking the NRL to do it. Mm. And if I was saying, George is saying, you honour your contract. You know what I mean? We paid you. We're the ones that took a punt on you. We're the ones that give you what you wanted. Now you deliver for us. Um, and and if the NRL go back on on St George, where does that leave the rest of the rest of the clubs? Because that's what I would be. I would be saying as a CEO, what happens to us when when let's say Reese Walsh he, he blows up next time and he does get thrown at a second grade? Yeah. And he says, I want out. So. 
I know you've uh, well. I think you're you're a big fan of open like salary, right? Like letting everyone know what everyone gets paid. You're a fan. One hundred percent. Yeah. So am I because I feel not only does it add an extra element to the fans, right? And I always compare it to NFL, NBA, NHL in America, where all the salaries are public. You can see how much team, how much cap a team has left to spend. It creates a whole other discussion around. Okay, if we get rid of him, we've got enough for that guy, and we could get that person. This person's off. We could sign him for this much. Whole different conversation around the sport, right? Around you, but not. But not only that. You're also allowing the fans to be able to, I don't know, it's it's more transparency in the sport, isn't it? Knowing how much these players are on so that you're not left suspicious and spreading rumour about, you know, the Roosters and the Sombrero. You know what I mean? I don't know. I've, I've always been a big fan of of making those salaries public. I'll tell you one thing it, do, I'll tell you one thing it does overnight is it shifts the power from the managers. Who basically run the game? Yeah, you know what I mean. So already you've got you've got talk about you know uh, coach. So co- for instance, so a coach who signed to a manager along with a, a stable of players, mm. and we saw that with with Kearney and Moses here at the Warriors. You know, under Anna Sullivan, they all come in, they bring the whole stable over. You know, transparency cuts all that out. You know, and and you can and you see see the thing with so conversation with a player manager can simply go like this, all right? And you go, oh, well, they, this club wants you, that club doesn't want you. Mm. How do you know? You know what I mean? Off. So I'm not just talking about make it transparent when you sign. Make all the offers transparent. So you know when you're watching the NFL and the NBA, yeah. And they say, well, here's Minnesota. They're coming in for this player, and yeah. they and they made an offer for ten years with a guaranteed payout and yeah. a buyout at the back end of it. Yeah. Now, you can't argue with that. So players are going, well, it's right there in front of me. My manager's got that. He's told me exactly what that is. Now let's see what the market is. At the moment, what you've got is you've got a bunch of player managers that are manipulating the NRL so that they can move players around. And if you really think about it, so if you really think about it, they actually own the competition. So they can move Ben Hunt to wherever they want, or they can move Reese Walsh to wherever they want, because Reese Walsh doesn't know who's offering what, and no one knows what the offers are. It's an issue. Mm, 100%. Well, speaking of uh, player movements and signings, and I'm conscious we do have to move on quickly, and we do want to talk about Warriors Rabbitohs this Friday. Lots of texts coming in as well on double eight, double three. Just quickly, Luke Brooks to uh, Manly, which uh, got announced earlier this week. It is a three-year, four-year? Three-year, isn't it? Three years. Three years there, along with Talal. That's uh, Willie Talal's son. Uh, who I personally think has been having a terrible season Jackson in 2023. Paulo from uh, yeah, he's going Sydney. That was, a, that was a real surprise for me because I thought he's been going all right in a, in a very poor Sydney City side. So Luke Brooks, so just quickly, because we do have to take a break, just quickly, Luke Brooks to Manly. Where do you, how do you value Luke Brooks? Because personally, I don't think he's done anything in the NRL, but the argument is that he's in a very, very poor team. He's one of the most criticised players in the NRL. Does playing alongside DCE turn Luke Brooks into the superstar that some people think he is? Well... What, at five eight? Yeah. No, well, don't think he's a five eight. Okay. You know what I mean? I think he's I think he's an out and out seven. I think if they're bought manly, I think I think there's a couple of things that you need to need to sort of consider here. One is does where's Daily Cherry Evans going? All right, and he is at the twilight um, part of the year. This is probably his last Origin series. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is what did the Tigers actually say to Luke Brooks? Because I think um, Luke Brooks was pushed. Okay, maybe. Well, it doesn't make sense that well, who they've have got, they got no who have they got they've to, got to no back one. Well, they have been wanting to get rid of him. Yes, but they might have needed the salary cap to get okay. someone. So well, he's on a million bucks, which does baffle me. Well, mate, and he's on he's on a so me on decent again, we'll go back to the conver- again, we'll go back to the, the conversation. Ben Hunt asked for a release. Do you think that there's another halfback who, who's just been offered probably twice as what he what he what he's on? 
to, to wait to ask for the release so he can go to yeah, Thailand. Yeah, I see. And that's the thing. It's all behind closed doors, which makes... I mean, transparency, and that's like... A, go back to the American sports, because the transparency in those sports is what generates so much conversation. I said to staff today, um, Kempi, most of the conversations we have on air about the NRL isn't about what's going on on the field. It's all the stuff out of it, which what makes the NRL such a good product. It could go to another level if we just opened up a little bit of that door to to like well, said, so, contracts. There's so much and, more. And there's so much more conversation, Sam. There's more TV programs around it. There's more media around it. There's more opportunities to promote your players to bring them in. You know, you've got combines, camps. You know, they're talking about. You know all sorts of all sorts of avenues where they can they can um, especially in this digital age create more more content. Uh, look, I don't think it's too far away. Seriously, I don't think it's too far away. I think eventually, and I'm always I've always been the way. Like, I don't begrudge anyone getting what they got when they were playing. I've always been the way. Well, why didn't players know what I was getting? Because mm. some players would tell me what they were on, and I'm saying, man, who's your manager? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, seriously, How don't you know that? your value? Um, just quickly, a message here from James on the uh, YouTube stream says, uh, leave, drink for, dr- leave drink water out of your mouth, Kempi. He's on my fantasy team and playing very well. <laughs> Is that from Mark? Did that come uh, from Mark? from James who wants in his fantasy team. We've got to take a short break. Lots of texts coming in here and lots of messages on the YouTube stream, which we will get to. Uh, just a reminder, Luke Metcalf coming up at around about 2.30. Uh, lots of questions coming in for him as well. But we'll take a short break, come back, and we'll have a little look at Friday night uh, Rabbitohs v Warriors at Mount Smart. Stay with us.